congratulations. You found it. The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. Also featuring book nerd, Jessica Butcher. These people are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time. They are three book girls. Woo! Look at that shape. <laughs> Where's my fries? <laughs> <laughs> so I went to get a pedicure today without you. Sorry. Can't believe you went without me. Well, it was necessary because, you know, I have, tomorrow I have a remote at a shoe store and I have to wear my new shoes that I bought last time I was there. And so my toes were going to show. So I needed to go. And you are about to go to the lake on vacation. I am. So I had to have n nice purdy toes. Yes. For yes. vacation. Yes. Mm -hmm. You have to. I Not mean, because when we, when we went last time, it was because I was about to go on vacation. Right. So now it's my turn. Yes. When's my turn? I want to go. Well, I should have called you first. <laughs> yes. This is Carrie, everybody. She Hi. is um, a fellow podcaster, and we decided that we would call her up and say, come on over to our side for the night. Yeah, We'd like to think we were your inspiration. <laughs> we probably were not, but I mean, in that my is, mind, it sounds good. That is somewhat true. <laughs> That is somewhat true. You said, well, if these bitches can do it, we can. <laughs> yeah, that's probably how, that's how we started it. We were listening to some other podcasts and going, yeah, we could definitely do that. It's not that hard. No. It, it is. The, the technical it, part. The technical part really sucks. But as you can see here in this setup, yeah, we don't have to know yeah, we're kinda lucky. anything. We're very lucky because we have the radio station set up. I had More to piece things together with YouTube videos. Oh, YouTube is uh, awesome, though, yes. isn't it? I wouldn't be on anything if that wasn't the case. Sweet. I have a um, a book at home, Podcasting for Dummies. It has a lot of the technical stuff. I bought that. Did, Did you? you really? Yeah, I have it. The Bible of Budding Podcasters is... YouTube and... Podcasters for Dummies. Yes. So anyway, as I'm saying, now that I've introduced Carrie, I went to get my pedicure. The last time we went, it was pretty crazy because Bonnie's feet, we, I think we talked about that. Did we talk about this? Yeah, the that podcast? they're super, super ticklish. Oh, it's ridiculous. So, it's ridiculous. It's cr I don't like people. I'm not a big on massages or anything like that but for I like the end result of my pretty feet because I don't like my feet my feet are just ugly everybody have, like, thinks their feet are ugly I have Fred Flintstone do you have beautiful feet. feet Carrie no see I told you and fat ankles and when I have a pedicure I just make it just makes me think that they're pretty have you kicked anybody in the face yet though when they've been doing your toes did you do no. that I might have done that before. Ah, uh, no, I'm not that extreme. Mm -hmm. Whoa! I mean, I do have to clench up my butt cheeks a little bit so that my feet don't go flying. But my my nail place gives you drinks as they do your toes. Oh. I think there's a theme running here, uh -huh. Carrie. Isn't yeah, there, there yeah. is. And I thought that would help the ticklish. Like I would, you know. And it did not. It did not. It made it way worse. <laughs> Way worse. So what you're saying is your nail girl got a black eye that day? Close. She moves really quick. That's good. <laughs> yeah. She's probably used to it. Probably. <laughs> Obviously, she's not drinking. No, she's not. And I think she didn't want me anymore after that either. So <laughs> She's like, no more margarita for you. Mm -hmm. No more wine for you. <laughs> now, really, we don't mean to be offensive here. We're just goofing around. Yes. Yes. Speaking of offensive. Um... 
let me explain a little bit more. We we got the full treatment last time we were there. By by full treatment, I don't mean the Hollywood. Yeah, and there, there was no happy the, ending. The ho- the Hollywood. So the Hollywood is when you have all of the hair off of all of your bits removed. That's what that's we called. Didn't. Oh, I did not know that. So now you know something new. It's yeah, yeah. we learned this through reading. So now mm-hmm. if that's offered to me, I know. Don't what say I'm, no to I'm the Hollywood. Say no. Yeah. Okay. Well, I looked it up so, one time and they had like like they had Barbie dolls with glitters to show the pattern of all of these different naked waxes that you can get. It was hilarious and disturbing at the same time. Uh, poor Barbie. I know. Barbie's being objectified with glitter. Yeah. That's like the bedazzling. You she, can get that then, too, from oh, what I've heard. She was bedazzled, all right. <laughs> so anyway, we, we got Ken that. had a sparkle in his eye that day. Aww. <laughs> Awful for us, but great for Ken. <laughs> no, glitter's damn hard to get out of your eye. <laughs> he could go bl- Ken could go blind over that. You talk like you know this hmm. from experience. Hmm. A little glitter in your life going on there, Martha? Maybe. <laughs> so <laughs> you dating you dating some strippers? <laughs> I got that stripper glitter in my eye again. <laughs> Well, the Thunder Down Under is coming to town again. <laughs> yes, they are. Do they wear glitter? <laughs> I, I can bet, make them wear glitter. I bet they do whatever you ask them to, honey. <laughs> so anyway, we got the full mon- the full Monty. Full Monty. <laughs> <laughs> when we were at the place, which includes a massage, a shoulder massage. Okay. So, so you got this really petite little Asian woman. Beating the shit out of your back. We're talking a the Swedish style massage where they you know with the with the karate chop hands. Except I think mine was doing it like with her fist. I I swear to God, she bruised me. Yeah, I said something about uh, going to get a pedicure, and Bonnie's like, "Well, I don't want to go to that other place because I I swear to God, I've got bruises from that place." (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll just stick with a chair. If I get something that's going to bruise me, I want it mechanical and leather. No. <laughs> Little bitty Asian woman. I haven't drank enough for that yet. <laughs> Just so you get the, the booze um, references here. Carrie's podcast is called The Blitzed Book Club. Right. So they get totally wasted yeah. while they talk about books. Mm-hmm. And so in preparation for that, Vani and I went to Zorba's and uh, we liquored Vani up. Because, and she would fit right in with my podcast right because now. Because apparently Vani's more fun when she's a little liquored up. <laughs> We're learning this. Who isn't more fun a little liquored up? Right. Me. It's me. You're not. No, I tend to get a little on the sleepy side. They're like, hey, 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 wake up. Okay. We just will drag you along. You want to see what's going. under my shirt? Yeah. <laughs> you fit right in, too. I'll flash you a boo if you let me sleep. <laughs> In the room we recorded, there is a bed, so, you know. You can take a nap. It's getting better all the time. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, we, um, and we were also having this conversation about Bonnie's vacation. Yes. I did a little drinking during my vacation. And you have to realize that Bonnie and I have known each other for how long now? Shoot, like 12 years. And we have never gotten drunk together. Not really? completely drunk. Never. The other night when we were at Full Circle Bookstore at the Books and Brew, mm-hmm. 
and they were serving DNR. Which is 10-point beer. Yeah. She had two two of those in a very short period of time, and she was pretty happy. But I'd never seen her drink, even not even that much. We just never drink, because our boys have been, you know, our yeah. boys are young, and we just never really had the reason to go get drunk together. And it's right. harder when you have kids. Right, yeah. so. and when they're small. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to drink a lot when my, you know... Child's running around because you, can't, you have to happens. have a responsible adult, and you are not the responsible right. adult not at that time. T- Plus, you can't drink and drive anymore. You know, mm-hmm. they have any more listen to her regulations. <laughs> Everybody's so picky. <sighs> so when I went on vacation, which I went to Seattle, had an awesome time. Well, baby, I hear the booze are calling, hot salads and scrambled eggs. Well, the booze was calling, that's for sure. <laughs> and the ladies that I work with um, do like to have some fun. Imbibe. So, one of our meeting places that we went to, because I want to date early, earlier than everybody else. Yeah. Because she's special. I won a contest, basically. That's it. Her workplace is just amazing. I mean, they sent them on this vacation. Yeah. In that oh, aspect, they're pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. And um, so we all meet at an Irish pub the first night that everybody gets there. <laughs> Fucking awesome! And But before they got there, me and another lady who works there who had gone early, and she'd actually taken some vacation days because she used to work there, had gone to happy hour. So I had already had a couple martinis. Couple martinis. Couple, couple martinis. Well, happy hour at an Irish pub, like that's that's hard. I've never seen her drink one martini, <laughs> let alone two martinis. Then I had a Moscow mule. And then we had a champagne meet and greet. Which means she had three glasses of champagne. I had three glasses of champagne. Wow. And and, and then we then we like ate some hors d'oeuvres and stuff. And I had um, a Malibu and pineapple juice, which is like coconut rum and pineapple juice. Oh, Have that you ever had great. that? Oh my god, it is amazingly good. Oh, that sounds really and good. And then I broke my tequila cherry. We were doing tequila shots. It was the first <laughs> she time showed me ever. the picture of these shots. These are not like little tiny <laughs> shot glass shots. These are like rocks glasses, half freaking full. <laughs> tequila makes your clothes fall off. You've heard that, right? Right. I mean, my clothes stayed on okay. No, okay. but I do hear there was some motorboating action happening. <gasps> Shh. I told you that. Confidence. <laughs> do I have to cut that part out? Apparently. apparently, apparently. <laughs> two tequila shots is enough to make me bi-curious. <laughs> There's a scale. Everyone's on that scale. You know. I mean the clothes stayed on, so it was over the any, it was over the shirt motorboating. Over the clothes is second base and that's okay. <laughs> is that what you told your teenage son? Oh. You can't tell our kids anything. You just lie. No, no, no. Oh, we never did anything like that. Yeah. That's just wrong. I'm glad my son do doesn't <laughs> Thank God my son doesn't and read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we had we had a blast. It was so much fun. So all these pictures are coming across and that was the night that all those pictures were coming up on Facebook or the next day and I'm like, "Who is this woman? Look how happy she is. What the hell is she doing on this vacation? And, and swear- why does she never look like that with me?" <laughs> and I swear to God, one of these pictures, I'll have to pull it up after the podcast is over. I don't know what the hell is going on with my eyes, but I look like a liquor goblin. <laughs> 
big <laughs> eyes. She's big blue. Bonnie has big blue eyes anyway, but it looks like there's no pupil. And it just looks no like white. blue. It's just. <laughs> and she's got this weird look on her face. She looks like a liquor goblin. I want to be that hilarious. for Halloween. Oh liquor God, goblin. I like that. <laughs> well, now you can see what one looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you the picture later. Yes, I need to see that. Look just like this. I told her she has to post that on Facebook because she also, the next night, they had this Oscar night mm-hmm. celebration because they made a movie as part of their... Like a, a team whatever, building... Team building thing. They made like a movie. Like competition okay. thing. We split up into three groups and we each made a Seattle-based movie. Just like a 15-minute clip. Okay. And we did like Sleepless in Seattle. One did An Officer and a Gentleman and one did Frasier. Which Frasier is a TV show, but yeah. yeah. That's okay. It's, it counts. It's Seattle, so it's okay. And so we had Oscar night. And now, mind you, before Oscar night, our hotel had an emergency <laughs> fix on their water, and we hadn't had water all day. So oh. can you imagine staying in a luxury hotel in Seattle with no water for 14 hours? No. Yeah, because they shut it off at, at midnight, and it still wasn't on by, it didn't come back on until about 7.30 the next day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's torture. So they were getting ready to go to this big fancy and dress no party. And they had nothing. I mean, so this picture that she took, Carrie, I don't know who that woman is, but she looks like a fucking model. Well, it was the Oscars. I was supposed I'm to like, look like who one. Who are you and where have you been all my life? <laughs> She was by curious without the two shots of <laughs> Like, wow, wow. No, seriously, though, she cleans up nice. Yeah. Ooh. I need to see that picture, too. <laughs> Let's see. This is the Oscar night picture. Ooh. See what I mean? Yes. I told, Mama. Her, I told her she had to put that up on the Facebook page so our listeners could see it. Right alongside the liquor goblin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like before and yeah, after. Yeah, before and after picture. Yeah. So I thought that okay, would be the good. liquor goblin. I might have to find because I I think somebody else actually took that one of me. It's on Facebook. You can just yeah, it's it's on it. Stacy's Facebook. Yeah. I just have to go back and find yeah, it. Yeah, because obviously <laughs> you weren't taking that picture. I don't know if I remember that picture being taken. <laughs> That's why it came out so good. I need to work where you work. You know, vacations, movie making movies, Oscar nights. I know. Drinking. She has no idea what kind of deal she has there. I've never heard of anything like that at any place. I've, of course, most of the places I've worked are this, which you can't, they can't see the inside of this. But yeah. it's really not all that impressive on the inside. <laughs> it's kind of like the opposite of the TARDIS. It looks worse on the inside. <laughs> it doesn't look bigger on the inside. Smaller. <laughs> this Sorry, honey, I'm not a grower or a shower. <laughs> oh, God. This is just too much. All right, now we can relax for a second and catch our breath. All right, are we just about ready to get into our books now? Yeah. Sure. Am I going first as tortures since I missed last week? Yes, because, you know, we had to get by without you, and it was... I listened to the podcast, and it was a great podcast. I was going to say, truthfully, we missed you in spirit. Okay, here's the... (laughs) 
Here's here's the liquor goblin one. That is creepy. Yeah, they look like dead person eyes or yeah. something. But you look like you're having a great time. Despite oh, I was that. having I was having a blast. Yeah. But yeah, we're gonna put yeah. some of this up on Facebook before and after, like yes. a little collage. Like, do you want me like sober because I might have to go back a day? You can just you can just put a caption. Which one is me on tequila? <laughs> And let people guess. Tequila Mockingbird. <laughs> See, it goes right back to that, oh, that book that we got for, uh, what was that, Kayla. for Kayla for mm-hmm. her birthday. Tequila Mockingbird. And it had um, cocktail recipes in it. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah. yeah we thought so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although Kayla still hasn't made us a cocktail out of that. Kayla. Well, she's probably at home enjoying it by herself. Bring cocktails. Yeah. Next time. We're all about cocktails. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to drive me home. <laughs> Uber. Or Lyft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we have Lyft here? Yeah, we do. It's just not as around as Uber is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lyft is a ladies thing, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to, what the distinction is between the two. People who live in the city know these things, but those of us who live in the sticks. I don't know. But Seattle, <laughs> I used Uber for the very first time, too, and it was awesome. I was very impressed. Really? I, because I had not used Uber before. It's drunk person approved. They tell you the car color, the car make. You know, they you can you track the, it so you can find the car. I mean, you're just looking and going, it's three minutes away. It's three. Oh, yeah. When we four went minutes to the, away, he oh, took a wrong you, day. You never know what you're going to get with Uber. My boyfriend went out with his friend one night and they don't see each other very often and they made a night of it. And when they ordered an Uber, just a normal Uber, they got a limo. Really? What the freak? Yeah. The, the limo guy, he owns the company and when he didn't have you know, limo fares, he would go out on Uber and pass out, you know, take people around and pass out his business card. So the next time they do want a limo, they'll call him. That's pretty smart so, business. That is. Yeah. Yeah. Had, him and his friend Maybe had a I limo Maybe left some of our business cards in the Ubers that I went on. You should have, man. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of business cards, uh, we got a new logo. Yeah. Yay! A brand new, freaking, deliciously professional, not that there was anything wrong with our old one, but this one. I like it. It's so- simple, but good. Yes, yeah, simple, Is but it good. Is up yet? No, I haven't put it up yet. Okay. I've, we just did it like last week, yeah. I think it was. Okay. I've been dragging my feet, mostly because I didn't know which one of the files I was supposed to use for it. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I paid the guy to mm-hmm. do this logo, and he sent me all these different types of files. I'm like, Nicole, could you annotate this for me? Mm-hmm. Could you tell me which one I'm supposed to use for what? Because I don't have a freaking clue. So she sent me the translation on that. So now I'm going to have to go deal with it. I guess we should actually get to the reason we're here. What? Perhaps. I, like books, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. You got anything? I do. I had to kind of do a shorter novel because the one that I started on vacation, I haven't finished yet. Because you were too busy getting drunk. Yeah. We know yes. that now. Yeah. I I read a lot like the like the second day because before everybody showed up for yeah, at the pub, I had plenty of time to read. But And then on the plane. And then other than that, I didn't read the whole time. <laughs> you were partying. She didn't read the whole time. You were too drunk. I know. Well, it's kind of, you know, when you're trying to read and you've been drinking, and you kind of go like, this was mm-hmm. when I closed, going, all right, this ain't working. Yeah, I have to reread the page. Yeah, I know how that is. It was short, but it was wonderful. Okay. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with short books. You know, Yellow Taxi Press, who we've talked about before, they publish short books, don't they? Well, they they publish um, essays, and I think they have... Um, I thought they did. I was going to look that up, because like I think they, they're getting stuff. ready to publish their first 
actual book. I think anytime you're reading, even if it's a short book, it still counts because size doesn't matter. You know, right. the motion of the ocean, the words on the page. That's the important part. How you finger those pages. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it looks like uh, The Space Within the Silence is coming July 25th. And is that like a novel? I think it might be an I think it might be an, a novel. Yes. It's coming out July 24th from Yellow Taxi Press. Yellow Taxi Press, they are our friends in New York City. We have friends in New York City. Ooh, I know. Hey, Fancy. maybe if we go up for that book, the book con, book con we, we can meet them. definitely going to hit them up. I wonder if either of them has a couch we could stay on. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll stay in a hotel. Listen, if you're taking me to New York City, you better sitting. You better wine and dine me. Me taking you. What? You got to pay your own way, honey. I'm not your sugar mama. Dang. You need to get some drinks in her so that Dang. you know my curious side will come back out. I know, right? You have to allow the motorboat. How many? How many? There's nothing here to motorboat, honey. <laughs> How many that boat is taking off another direction. How many tequila shots you think her limit would be? Mm. Oh, I'd vomit after the first one. I'd be like, I don't feel good. Okay, back, back, to, sorry, back to sorry, the pearl. No. That's okay. So I read The Pearl, and it's by John Steinbeck, who wrote Grapes of Wrath. And I really liked Grapes of Wrath, so I decided, you know, this one sounds decent. I'll go ahead and try it. And it is about... A uh, Mexican husband and wife and baby. It's set in about 1946, 1947, right around that period. And they're poor, and they live on the shore. And <laughs> poor on the poor shore. Poor on the shore. <laughs> if you're going to be poor, that's where to be. <laughs> so they have like mud huts, and it talks about how the the poor population has mud huts on the shore and they're fishermen and gather oysters and that kind of thing and then the richer people live in concrete houses up on the hills bastards Mm -hmm. yes so (laughs) (laughs) they probably take all their oysters probably (laughs) the I can't remember anybody's name because they're very strange names that's okay we we never pay attention to the names anyway (laughs) but the husband and the wife one day wake up and they're ready, getting ready to start their day and they notice a scorpion crawling down like the ropes that they have the baby's box tied onto and the husband tries to run over and hit it away but it ends up falling on the baby and the baby gets stung Oof. and so the baby is sick so oh. because you know the poison yeah of the scorpion and they try to go to the doctor and the doctor's actually home and the doctor just tells him we'll tell him I'm not home he doesn't want to treat him because he knows I can't pay bastard so it kind of sets you gives you a feel of the separation between the poor and the rich because the rich doesn't want to do anything to help the poor Basically. She sounds familiar, <laughs> doesn't it? A little bit. Yeah. So the husband, <coughs> excuse me, goes out to the pearl oyster beds hoping to find pearls that he can sell to buy medicine for the baby. And the wife does the best that she can to, you know, treat the baby with like homemade remedies and everything. Yeah. And, she, you know. Su- tries to suck the poison out and all, all of that stuff, which she did that right when 
you know, the bite happen or the sting happen. And the husband ends up finding a very large, large pearl in the oyster beds, like worth a small fortune. Oh, wow. And they're happy because now they can sell this pearl that's worth a lot of money and have everything that they don't have. They talk about how they can have a proper wedding, how their um, their child can go to school and learn how to re- read and write and have a better life for all of them and live in a real house and they're just they're they can get the baby medicine to make sure that you know the scorpion bite is okay and all of this stuff and after that everything kind of starts going downhill but it's like the pearl symbolizes the greed of everybody in the whole town rich and poor because then the doctor shows up and he miraculously just wasn't home and he rushed to their aid as soon as he heard that the baby was sick but really he rushed their aid when he heard about this pearl still a bastard and Mm -hmm. yeah and like the sellers are trying to screw him over people are trying to steal and just all of this bad 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 stuff happens and it builds up and builds up and builds up and it has a very appropriate ending. I read um, Mice of Men, which is another novella of John Steinbeck and it was okay and I liked it, but it wasn't my favorite one that I had read of his. This one was good. I mean, it built suspense and John Steinbeck is really is such a descriptive writer that it really just Put you into the story, and plus, if it was really short, I mean, four hours of an audiobook is nothing, right? That's when you're like, used to reading twenty-one hours for Ken Follett, yeah, she, or 31. 30. Yeah, I was gonna say try yeah. thirty, yeah. But it was it was quick. It it came right to the point. It didn't just drop it off. It had an appropriate ending. Hmm. And I mean, and it, that's one that I have not read. So you got me. It kept me captivated through the whole thing. I'm going to have to read it just because. That that sounded very interesting. I'm going to have to pick it up, too. You know, it actually reminds me of a story that was in the news. I'm not exactly sure how long ago it was, but it hasn't been that long, maybe a year ago, where there was this fisherman in this village that he had this giant freshwater pearl underneath his cot at his house, Mm -hmm. and it's the largest pearl ever found. Wow. But yet he was afraid to bring it forward. Because so he, he kept it. So he that's kept torture. it. All those years he kept it. Yeah. And I don't I don't know what happened to him, you know, make him finally what he says is he didn't think it was worth anything because it was so misshapen or whatever, but it was huge. It bigger than uh two people's heads put together. Wow. I can't think of what that would that is be. Big. I mean, it's that's it huge. was big, big. But it looked kind of like a piece of coral or something because it was so weirdly f- shaped. Uh-huh. Was That's it round? Cool. No, not at all. It was just this weird amorphous shape. Huh. It's oysters that have them have the pearls in them, right? So yeah. how freshwater, big? Freshwater pearls could be mussels. So, okay, so, so it was like a giant that? clam. Yeah, yeah, it had been huge. Yeah. Ugh, I don't want to see yeah, that. Yeah, I know. That like reminds me of like the giant clam on like SpongeBob. <laughs> exactly. It was it was SpongeBob's giant clam's pearl. Yeah. 
That's exactly it. Hmm. It's like a it looked like a giant kidney stone. Dang. I'll be pretty past that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, this was I was actually I was really surprised that this book was as good as it was. Hmm. Because like I said of Mice and Men, it wasn't exactly my favorite. Grapes of Wrath I really liked, but Mice and Men and Grapes of Wrath were so f- similar to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is yeah. very different than both of those. Well, novellas for me tend to rush through the story sometimes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's why I don't like a lot of them. They don't seem well developed. Yeah. But that sounds like it this has This one was well developed. Yeah. I mean, of Mice and Men, I felt like Mice and Men just kind of dropped at the end. Mm-hmm. It just was over. I mean, it did, you know, conclude. It did have an ending. But it was like you said, it was rushed. Yeah. But this one was not like that. It was good. I recommend I would recommend it. So the Pearl, if you need a shorty. I could yep. probably read that sucker in an hour if I was doing it by hand. But yeah. of course if I was listening I'd have to wait the whole time. Unless right. I turned up the speed, which is what I usually do. <laughs> but then sometimes you can't understand what they're saying if you oh, get I'm, the speed going too fast. I'm pretty good at it. Are I, you? Yep, I'm pretty good at it. I can understand fast talkers. I can't always understand the lady that does our nails, but... (laughs) (laughs) But you can understand those fast talkers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm good at that. Again, that was The Pearl by John Steinbeck. Carrie, would you like to go next? Sure. Okay. So, my book is an oldie but a goodie. We like oldies. I tend to read it at least once a year. It's one of my favorites. Yay. Mm -hmm. It is Clan of the Cave Bear by Jean Owl. Owl? I don't know how you say her last name. Owl. Owl. Is it A-U? A-U-E-L. Okay. I have no idea how you say that. Good question. But she's a great writer. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. (laughs) It is the first in the Earth's Children series. It came out in like 1980. Okay. I think there's five books in the whole series and I've read them all and they're all great. Sweet. Yeah. But that's the one you keep going back to, huh? Yes. Because it's one of those books that I read... Well, I was probably too young, really, to be reading it, but I did anyway, and it just stuck with me. That tends to be a theme. Our favorite books and the books that we keep reading over and over again are the ones that we really probably should not have been allowed to read at that age. It exposes you to some things that, at that age, you aren't quite prepared to understand. And then as you read it, you know, as you get older, you see different parts of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and it's pretty long, so... I like that about it. It can keep me entertained for like two weeks. And Sweet. I'm a pretty fast reader. It's would, about... It's like a Ken Follick book. Yeah. yeah. You'd probably get into that. <laughs> she likes those big thick. She likes them thick. <laughs> it's set in prehistoric times when there are still Neanderthals, but mm-hmm. also modern humans have developed. The modern humans are referred to as the others, and the Neanderthals are the clan. The first book follows the clan. Okay. And it follows a girl named Isla who is one of the modern humans. Who She's about five years old, and an earthquake happens and destroys her home, kills all her people. So she's by herself? She's all by herself, and she's yeah about five, six. And she wanders around. She's starving, dehydrated. She gets attacked by a cave lion and gets injured really bad. She ends up with a scar, um, but she survives. The clan finds her. And they don't want anything to do with her. Because she's she belongs to the others. She belongs to the others. Oh. And they do not get along. So they don't want anything to do with her. But their medicine woman, Isa, does not have children. And 
pities her and basically begs to keep her. So she takes her and gets her well and raises her like a daughter. It's really a struggle for Isla. It follows her whole like life basically from being six years old to almost adulthood mm-hmm. where she's trying to deal with being with the clan they don't speak any language they only have sign language they have no real verbal skills and her people have verbal skills the clan has these ancestral memories that help them learn things and know things like what plants you can eat what plants are good for medicine how to create tools she doesn't have any of these things. So she doesn't have those memories. So she's seen as being dumb because mm-hmm. it takes her longer to learn. She's also seen as ugly because she looks nothing like them. So their standard of beauty is different. Right? Gosh, she wouldn't even think about that. No. She, she believes it. She grows up completely believing she's ugly and stupid and is never going to amount to much of anything. But Isa teaches her all the medicine woman stuff because Isa is afraid she will never find a mate mm-hmm. so she will never have status Aww. so she wants her to be a medicine woman to have her own status so that's what she does Isla ends up having a enemy his name is Browd he is the son of the leader of the group and he mm-hmm. just hates her from childhood on he hates her he makes her life miserable if anybody else in the clan starts to show any sort of niceness to her he shuts it down pretty fast so she doesn't really have any true friends when they're older probably it doesn't specify in the book but i would guess she's preteen or teen early teen he rapes her i knew that was coming i just knew it mm-hmm. and so she has to go through that um she has to go through the results of that and that's all i can say Wow. But every book follows her. That is so so cool, though. You know, I've heard of that book book so many times over the years, and nobody has ever explained it that way. It's so good. I see it as... I started trying to read it when I was fairly young. It was sometime during the 80s, and I didn't get through it. And I don't remember why at the time. Probably because at the time I was so into (laughs) the fantasy novels that I was reading, you know. Those ones. <laughs> she was a fantasy nerd. I was a fantasy yeah. nerd, so I wasn't really that interested in anything that didn't fit into that little point in time. But that sounds really fascinating. It's really great. And the author did a lot of actual historical research. So when she's describing places and the movements of the clan and the others, it's pretty accurate to what's been found, you know, scientifically with fossils and stuff and how the continents used to be put together so that's really it that was really interesting to me as i got older and realized the work that went into that yeah that is cool but it just follows isla and it you can see how she progresses into a strong woman from this horrible upbringing and it's pretty Mm -hmm. inspiring i hate it when this happens somebody goes oh this is a really great book and they hand it to you you must read it you must read it you must read it but yet there's no they don't give you the hook yeah. You got to give me the hook, man, yeah. or I'm just not in. Mm-hmm. But that's really cool. Yeah. In each of the books, she progresses as a person, not only, you know, where she's at and who she's meeting, but as a person. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm an adult, I can enjoy this part. Each book kind of has more of the intimate sexual scenes that are good, not 
<laughs> not uh, yeah. a rapey scene. Yeah. Um, we hate rapey scenes. Mm-hmm. And she got pretty detailed with those scenes, too. Like, not Fifty Shades of Grey detailed, but interesting, especially considering the surroundings that it's all occurring in and what you have to think the, there's is no, there. There's they no, live in caves. The caveman with the... The only thing sex comes to mind when I hear of caveman is a, a man pulling the woman by her hair and taking her by force. And that's very much the clan. Oh, but yeah. the others, they have ceremonies for sex and fertility, Ooh. and it's all very, very swingery. <laughs> swingery! Swingery. Hey, baby, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's not rabies, it's swing. Yeah. It goes swingery. I the love way swingery. opposite direction. <laughs> That's now a new word in our vernacular. <laughs> swingery. <laughs> so, yeah, you have to read it. It's great. So give us title and artist again. Clan of the Cave Bear by Jean Aul. It is. Spell it. A-U-E-L. Okay. That works. Don't forget to check out Carrie's podcast. Yes, please. Come see us. Yeah. The Blitzed Book Club. And we are also on Instagram and Twitter. Say that three times fast. Yeah. Try it when you're drunk. <laughs> Try saying it once when you're drunk. The Blitzed Book Club. Blitzed Book Club. Blitzed, Blitzed Book Club. Who Blitzed genius Club. idea was that? Blitzed I might have been drinking. Book Club. <laughs> Blitzed Book Club. Yes. Maybe I could say it if I had been drinking. I bet you could. Or drinking more. We'll find out. All right. So... I am going to review a book that I really kind of didn't think I wanted to read. Somebody read it. Who read it that was telling me? Oh, it was Kayla. I was going to say, I don't know. You yes. didn't have to tell me what Kayla, book it is. Kayla read this book and she was telling me that she took a picture of it and it was on hold in my overdrive and I told her it was on hold and she said, oh, it was really good. It's really good. I said, is it, is it good enough? That if I spend an audible credit on it, I'm not going to be pissed at you. <laughs> and she kind of be- walked it back a little bit. She's like, I don't know. I don't know if you're going to like it that much. I think she was as scared of me, personally. Martha's pretty scary. I do get a little scary when I have to spend my audible credits. Yeah, nobody wants to. Sp- you better spend that on stuff that's worth it. I know. Because I'm a library reader. Yeah. I don't want to buy something if it's going to suck. Yeah. Especially when I can read it to the library first and then get a copy of it. This is called The Favorite Sister by Jessica Knoll. And you may have seen it. It has an umbrella on the cover. I think I've I may it. have yeah. seen that at Half Price Books the other day. Yeah. It's a, it's a very prominent book right now. And the truth is, I freaking loved it. Did you? I'm surprising myself at how much I loved it because it was nothing like anything I would normally like. Mm-hmm. So Kayla was right on that. In that vein, because it's about these women, these entrepreneurial women in their 20s, and they star in a reality show called called Gold Diggers. Ah, okay. And it follows them in, I think it begins on season, one of their new seasons. It's just about ready to begin. And these different personalities, these different women that are stars of this show are so fascinating. Um, And I think that if I had read it in a hard copy, I wouldn't have loved it as much because the actors that they chose to play these different women were done so well. Really? Yes. The voices, you know, when when you hear talk 
of the voice of the book. Yeah. This was so spot freaking on. It was just perfect. They picked exactly the right people Mm -hmm. to read this book. And I think that's one of the reasons that I ended up loving it as much as I did. Really, I think the main character would be Brett, in my mind anyway. Uh, She's a tattooed 27-year-old who has a company called Spin. And it's a kind of a exercise bike type. Like a spin like class. Spin class. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. She takes part of her business to help others. She's a benefactor. Yes, a benefactor. She becomes a benefactor for these women in, God dang, I can't think of the name of the place, someplace in Africa, I believe, where these women have to carry water. They have to go every day. They have to walk all the way to the water hole and all the way back. And that's they spend their whole life doing that. So they can't do anything else. And the men all go off to college and or not college, but they go off to work and have lives, basically. And the women, the only thing they have time to do is get the fucking water. So it talks a lot about these women that they're helping with this foundation that she has. And her sister is her business partner. But her sister does all of the accounting and stuff like that. And she's sort of the silent partner of the deal. And she's not on the show in the beginning. But you definitely see a tension between those two. Between the sisters. Because the one that's the accountant was the pretty one. Ah, okay. And the favorite. And then Brett was kind of the black sheep. She's gay. Weird looking. You know. Tattooed. Definitely has her own real personality. There's a lot of jealousy, I think, between the two. But there's a lot of... The whole bitchy, backbiting crap that you see from these women and a lot of the truth that starts to leak out as you go along in the story is just you, you find yourself your mouth going wider and wider and wider open. You're like, fuck. And then somebody gets killed. Hmm. I'm going to tell you who. Like someone on the show. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to tell you who. I'm not going to tell you any of that because it's... And Kayla had said something to me about it um, when she was reading it. She said, something happens in the middle that kind of pissed me off. And it's the way that they did it. They kind of slip it in there, like, real casually. Oh, when after so-and-so died. And you think you're still in the middle of the fucking story here. And you have no idea that somebody is all of a sudden croaked. And we're going forward in time. When then that hasn't happened up to this point, you're pretty much following it as you go, and then all of a sudden they throw that that forward look into it, and then yeah, they go okay, back yeah. again. So it's real weird, very that would make me angry. Yeah, it's very incongruous the way they Is did it. Is that how it. the sister got on the show? No, <laughs> the sister actually got on the show because um, she went along for this meeting with the producer, and they were all pitching their ideas for a new person to be on the show, and the daughter of this woman her her daughter who happens to be biracial so there you know there's always an angle in a TV show and they yeah. see the daughter and she's this beautiful biracial girl and th- that was it yeah mm. so you kind of see all of that it's all just so evil holy crap I hate <laughs> hate reality shows I hate them I don't watch them I have no interest whatsoever in them but this book was fucking awesome I loved it I don't know whether it was a a guilty pleasure type thing is the reason I ended up liking it so much Hmm. it was so entertaining 
because the people involved and the actors that were telling the stories, telling their stories. And then as you go, you kind of start to get the the seeds of truth coming out of the walls everywhere. So the the face that you see isn't real. Yeah. Yeah. Like reality just like television. it is. I was yeah. going to say like just like it really is. Reality right. television. So I found it really it was one of those books that I just zipped through it. I was done in like a day. Oh, wow. Day and a half, max. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't stop listening to it. It was just, I was just <laughs> riveted. I wanted to know what the hell. Because there is definitely a murder mystery um, element to it. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that you're trying to put together. Okay, it, how did this person actually die and who killed this person type thing? When I didn't really expect the book to be about that. Yeah. Yeah, I knew there had to be something. Obviously, there's a conflict in every book, but I guess I just didn't see that coming, which was good. I like that when you're surprised, when you don't fully know what's coming. Yeah. And and like I said, normally I just really don't dig that kind of stuff. It's really just not my thing. But man, was that good? I was kind of pleasantly surprised because it, it was so highly entertaining. I really enjoyed it. Well, you know, I do like stories about sisters because I have yep. sisters. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know if I would want to read one about sisters like stabbing each other in the back. I like it better when family members get along. Oh, please. That does not make for good literature. It doesn't make for reality. Sometimes, have you met my sister? I met your sister, and your sister was quite lovely. <laughs> I was just teasing. I have a, I have two great sisters. But you notice we don't live very close. <laughs> no. Well, I don't live close to my sisters either. Maybe that's what the trend See, is. See, that's a big trend. If yes. you don't live too close to them, and you don't spend too much time with them, then everything's cool. Well, you know, me and my younger sister keep saying that if they ever completely legalize marijuana, that we're going to sh- open a bakery. So then you guys we, should open then a bakery. Then we would be business partners. The Baker sisters? We would be the Baker sisters. <laughs> the baked, no, the baked sisters. Yes. <laughs> the golden baked sisters. <laughs> you should go ahead and trademark the name. You should really, because I think it's... Oh, pro- yes. Yeah, that... We haven't talked about that. The As soon as that bill passed, like the next day, a clinic opened in Tulsa. Okay, yeah. so here here's the news for those of you who don't know. There was a bill... Uh, called uh, Question 788 on the ballot in Oklahoma last week, which passed legalizing medical marijuana. Yes. And so, honestly, most of us kind of expected that it wouldn't pass. But it actually passed. This is a very, it passed by more than I it, thought it would it if it was going to pass. 56%. So. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is the increase in Democratic voters... Was a hundred and sixty three percent increase from the last primary. <laughs> the polls were crazy. Oh. Yeah, it was insane. I didn't know that there were that many Democrats in the state of Oklahoma because <laughs> they don't they don't come out and vote. Yeah, they're yeah. always they they have the mentality of this is a red state. Yeah, my candidate's not going to win anyway. And you know, somebody told me that before I went to vote because you know at work you know, I don't really care what people think, and I'm like, well, I'm. Somebody was saying, you know, well, I really like this person. I'm like, yeah, but they're Republican. I'm Democrat. This is primaries. They're like, well, we're a red state. No Democrat's going to win. I'm like, I'm still going to vote. Yeah. You're not keeping me from the polls. That's exactly right. If all of those people would fucking vote on a regular basis, 
we might actually be able to make a difference. Right. Just saying. I work in the medical field, so that whole like week leading up to that vote was intense. I bet. I, yeah, I can imagine. People had to walk away from each other. It got... Oh. It got heated. It got heated up in there. That's a little scary. Mm-hmm. Remember next time we'll make you wear a mic so we can get in on the details. <laughs> we'll mic you up. No, it was very... It was heated um, in a lot of different circles because there were a lot of people that didn't want it vehemently mm-hmm. And a lot of people who vehemently did want it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for totally different reasons. There's right. the group that didn't want it just because they don't want the marijuana at all. Mm-hmm. Then there's the group that didn't want it because they didn't like how the bill was lo- written. Yes, because it was written very loosely. Honestly, it's more like um, recreational marijuana bill. It's yeah. Because it's yeah. written so loosely. You, but they're rewriting the bill. Yeah. The bill's not going to go through the no, way that it, it, can't. it actually no. went. Because it's basically, know. you can have any condition. If you find a doctor that'll say, weed'll help that, doesn't matter what it is, and then go pay for your marijuana card, then you could get it. Yeah. I just it's hope really they loose. don't make it so difficult and make specific ailments not available for marijuana. Like, I had heard when they very first started talking about putting it on the ballot, about not having it available for like anxiety disorders, which is ridiculous. Which I think is wrong. because it really works for anxiety dis- right. disorders, and seizures, and pain. And yeah, right. I mean there yeah. are some things that it definitely has been looked into for working for those things. I mean I don't know if it works for IBS or you know some of those other you know different mm-hmm. and there's not conditions. enough research. You don't know if it's the placebo effect if it exactly. does work. Exactly. Right. And so. and we could yeah we, and we could go on and talk about that for a long time because I'm an evidence based individual and I do want to see evidence and it's difficult because nobody's been able to do the research. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's all beside the point because the fact is it passed. Yes. Mm-hmm. So now we're not we a can red, open a bakery. We're not a red state. We're not a blue state. We are a green, green state. state. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I heard? What? Um, that Canada legalized recreational marijuana yeah. for the whole country. They did. Yeah. And they're only like the second country to do that, to go you know, yeah. just everybody. another reason for us to freaking move to Canada. They got <laughs> Justin Trudeau, who's the best looking prime minister in the history of the fucking world. I finally saw a picture God of him. Damn, and he's he good is looking. cute. He I is. saw him on TV no. and I'm like, OK, that's the Canadian prime minister. Yeah. Yeah. I am no. on board. Now yes. you see what I'm talking about. Plus, the he's guy gorgeous. is so cool. Mm-hmm. I just love him. He has eyes that you could look at for years. I know. Years. He's like the perfect man. You're melting over there. I'm sorry. It is a little hot in here all of a sudden, isn't it? <laughs> but anyway. Finally, uh, I'm not the only one hot. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a huge... I, I was never a stoner. I'm, I really have really no personal interest in that. Yeah, I just like the either. idea that, you know, there is some progress being made. And having said that, just when we're starting to feel like things are looking ahead... Somebody retires from the Supreme Court. Yes. And we're back again. (laughs) And now, what do they call that? What did I was calling that when I was so upset for so long? Outrage overload has kicked in again. And I'm back to my normal state since the election. It was a nice break. Yeah, it was kind of a nice break. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I do need that weed. 
Maybe. Maybe. You think? Think I could get a card? Oh yeah. Maybe. I'm pretty I'm pretty anxious. <laughs> they start accepting <laughs> applications in August. <laughs> Woo! And I think that's gonna do it for three, three book, book girls. girls. Can't get enough of three book girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.